Welcome to the Kintsugi Heroes podcast, where we share inspirational stories of everyday people going through different challenges and how they overcome them. Please be aware that the story you're about to hear may have moments of deeply felt emotions and personal experiences. If anything you hear has a triggering effect, please reach out to someone who can help keep you safe. If you love this conversation, please like and share it with your friends so we can continue to share more inspiration and hope to as many people as possible. Now, listen up for our next hero's story. Hello, it is Aveline here, your host of Kintsugi Heroes. I am so excited because this is the I guess the unofficial or the official first episode of the Kintsugi Heroes podcast. And what makes this so special is that I've got Ian with me, the founder of Kintsugi Heroes. And I just want to welcome you, Ian, and thank you for agreeing to be my first guest. G'day, Av, and uh, my wife always tells me I'm special, so you've just reaffirmed that. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely are. That's right. And given that I'm the host of Kintsugi Heroes, I get to ask the questions. And uh, the question that I ask the other guests is obviously about their story. And given that this is the first episode, it would be great for me to hear from you, you know, the story of Kintsugi. And the the listeners to this obviously want to know that as well. So how about you take us back to the beginning? Where did Kintsugi start um, and how did this come about? So at the beginning, it could have even been before you were born, because <laughs> it's back in the early 1990s. Uh, I've always been inspired by reading people's stories. And I was living in Melbourne, and the idea came to me that uh, to ask people who'd been through adversity to share their story, to give hope and inspiration to others. And at the time, I didn't have the confidence, I didn't have the time, or I didn't have the money to progress it. But I thought it was a, it was a good idea. So I wrote to three community leaders um, uh, in Australia. Uh, one of them, Dick Smith, actually took the time to send me back a handwritten note, which I, I kept for years. I, I saw it a couple of years ago. I don't know where it is now. But anyway, he said, Ian, it's a great idea. You do it. And it just sat there for 30 years. And uh, earlier this year, I had some time. I, I, I started previously started this organization called Mentoring Men. I stepped aside from the operational responsibility from that. And so I had some time to do some thinking and I thought, yeah, I really want to do this. So uh, that was it. Once I make a decision to do something, I just commit to doing everything I can within my power to make it happen. And so it started. Now, back then, of course, it wasn't called Kintsugi. I've established a fairly broad network through mentoring men and I was sharing my idea to get this going. And one of the mentors in my life said well what about the name Kintsugi which I'd never heard of before and he explained and I I checked it out and it it goes back to a Japanese emperor who had some valuable pottery and here's my two dollar coffee cup but uh, the the pottery got damaged it got cracked it got broken and he said to his craftsmen put it back together again so you can't see any of the damage and they couldn't do it but what they could do is put it back together again and cover up the damage using a precious metal like gold. And now when you look at the pottery, it's far more valuable than what it was before. It's beautiful. It's an art form. 
And I think it's a fantastic metaphor for people. We go through these experiences, but those experiences make us far more valuable to the world around us, to the community, to support people. And it's interesting through the stories we tell, many people give thanks for the adversity that they went through. Um, so that's that's the story. It's it's my uh, huge passion for me, and uh, I just love being involved in this this project and just seeing where it's going. Thank you. I I love the the background. I love the art of kintsugi. I'd never heard of it before until you told me about it. So it makes so much sense because we're all we're as humans. I mean, we're all kind of broken to a degree in that there are parts of us that break down. We we, we fall over metaphorically and literally, and we get back up, put ourselves together again, and keep going. And it's a it's, it's a great analogy. It's perfect. So now that you're you're on the on the verge or the brink of birthing this this baby, Ian, tell me what's the what do you hope to to get from this? What do you want to achieve? Well, back in the early 1990s, the number one objective, and that's remained unchanged, is to provide hope and inspiration to other people who may be going through life challenges or at risk of going through life challenges. So that stays the same. I want to. This, I want this to be a message of hope. But as uh, it's gathered momentum over the last few months, I've also realised there's a big education goal with this as well. I've learned so much from the conversations that we've already had, and I'd love to for the broader community to get the same sort of educating. Um, there's things like uh, addiction, um, grief, uh, mental disability, physical disability, uh, abuse, and and how do we support the people around us who are experiencing those sorts of adversity? So this has been said a huge learning curve for me. I'm I'm much richer from having gone through this process. So I, I'd say they're the main objectives: hope and inspiration to those experiencing the challenges, and the broader community to get a better understanding of what these people are experiencing and how best to support them. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's really powerful. Um, for those who are listening to this and you can't see us, there's a banner behind Ian. Mine's a little bit crooked, but at the top there's some words and it says uncovering our hidden value. And that really is the purpose of Kintsugi, isn't it, Ian? It, for us to uncover the hidden value in our stories and our, our humanity. Absolutely. And the people who've been through adversity often enthusiastically want to share they want to share that hidden value that they've they've got to to uh, and help people other people see the their own hidden value. Mm. What kind of conversations are these? So first, they are genuine conversations. The the, the style that you use, Av, is is it's not an interview. It's not Q and A. It's it's a, it's a conversation where we we call them heroes. The heroes, the people sharing their stories, they're given free reign to share this story. I think you do it brilliantly. Uh, sometimes people talk 15 or 20 minutes just pouring out their story, no interruptions, and and know that they're being heard. Being heard is such a powerful thing as a speaker, know that someone's actually listening to you and they get you. The stories can be tough. Um, I've been in tears, to be honest, a few times just watching the podcast, but in every instance, uh, I've found them uplifting, encouraging, and I've, 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 I've 
gain from the experience of, of, of watching the podcast? That's that's beautiful. And how how heartwarming for you as the founder, the person that came up with the idea in the first place, to now to, to witness that, to listen and go, yeah, this is this is amazing. Um, you must think, be excited. I am. I think like any big project, like um, we're putting a lot of time into this. Um, um, my wife Helen and has kindly agreed that we fund the startup of this and. When you put a lot of effort into something and you think, oh, is it, you know, why am I doing all this? And whenever that thought occurs to me, I'll just go and watch or listen to a podcast and it immediately becomes clear why I'm doing this and the importance of what we're doing. I can only imagine what it's going to be like once we actually launch and the pod- the conversations get out there and people start listening. What do you think it'll be like? I think there'll be a lot of excitement. It'll be there's a tendency often when people are going through a hard time to think they're the only ones who are experiencing this. But then when they hear someone else's story and they realize, oh, they're not on their own. Like I listened to a podcast last night. So I keep talking about these podcasts, but only you and I have heard these. It's <laughs> a bit unfair, but, but it, would, it would resonate. This one was around addiction. It would resonate with so many people. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot of excitement. There's going to be a lot of people saying, thank you for sharing that story. I've got hope. And, and uh, yeah, if that person can do that, then, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, so that, w- that would be fantastic feedback to get. Yeah, for sure. What other projects or ideas have you got um, moving forward for these stories? Well, we... We put in for a couple of grants and amazing, or not amazing, uh, we really appreciated being successful with our first one, which is in the Alpine area of Victoria. And the Alpine area was decimated in the black summer bushfires. So they've given us a small amount of funding to capture the story of men and women who were heavily impacted by the bushfires. And as part of that project, we'll capture the stories as with other Kintsugi heroes. And it will be part of helping the community heal. It will be part of getting the community uh, t- together to actually share stories. Uh, often men struggle. They, we've got this thing, of, this stoic attitude that we feel we've got to have. We, we, we don't share some of the emotions there. But by maybe having an event where we have some of the heroes on stage share a bit of a story it, and they'll realise, men in the audience will realise, hey, it's okay. You know, and and they'll start talking about it. And as part of that, we'll also have a book. So the so this will be a, a permanent history, both digitally and in written form, of the stories there, and they can be passed on. And of course, that resource about how people cope and uh, with a bushfire is not just alpine uh, uh, applicable, just the alpine area. It's Australia wide. It's even worldwide. So uh, really looking forward to that story. It's already ha- started having conversations. Uh, I spoke to a journalist this week, and we're going to be in the Myrtleford Times in the next <laughs> issue and uh, chatting around to the various groups uh, who supported that. So really looking forward to personally going down there myself. Uh, it's in a, a beautiful area of Victoria. I'm a keen bike rider doing a few rides there, but also just uh, meeting some of these people. I spoke to the mayor today and uh, he's fully on board. Ian, make sure you invite me to the community function. So, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, we've also got our first book, which is about probably about 70 or 80% done now. So, um, so have you, from you, 
just to go through the process, uh, which you know, but the audience won't know. So we have a recorded conversation. Uh, Av is the uh, delightful host of those recorded conversations. They're edited into audio, video, podcast, then a transcript of those conversations is sent over to Patty. Patty's a, a, an author, and Patty uh, edits the transcripts into a story, and those these will be featured into our first book. The stories cover a wide range of people from different backgrounds, age, gender, uh, culture, language, uh, adversity experience, so amazing stories. And our first book will be published in the first quarter of uh, uh, next year. Also, something that I've, I've learned a lot about addiction. Uh, one of our amazing heroes, uh, Danny Lloyd, uh, what a brilliant ambassador he is for, for re-educating the community around addiction. Um, so we, we're going to start a, a, a crowdfunding campaign to, to fund capturing the wide range of stories about uh, addiction. For many of us, and this is, this is Ian six months ago, I just jumped to a conclusion that addiction meant drugs and alcohol. But clearly, most of us are addicted in some way or another, and it could be to our devices, it could be around food, there's a whole bunch of things. And the other thing that uh, Prince uh, Prince William's wife, Kate, uh, they're ambassadors around addiction, and she made a comment that no one sets out to be addicted. They just, what they're trying to do is cover up the pain. So, I'm really excited about this this campaign. I, I'd, I'd love to get people on board supporting it or sharing their story. Now, can I? I want to pause you there. Now, you've asked me a, lo- a lot of questions, <laughs> and I've I've never never done this before. But are you okay if I ask you a few questions? Oh, I don't know. I'm a bit nervous. It's not usually the way this goes, Ian. But you know, I guess. Uh, okay. okay well, let's see. Okay. Let's see. So first off. Why did and I, I? I'm so glad you did. But why did you agree to get <laughs> to take part in, uh, get so fully involved in Kintsugi Heroes project? All right. The real reason. It was all about you. No. Well, it was partly you. It, it was. It was the. I obviously the whole project itself, but also because of the kind of person that you were. So it was. It was both. So if you weren't the person you are. Uh, and, and, you know, all the amazing things that, that, that make up who you are in, in terms of your passion and your integrity and your drive. It would have been difficult to say yes, because you are such a, a go getter and you know how to bring it an idea to life and be a, an ambassador for something. So there was that side of it. And the other side was the actual project and. I, I did sleep on it because, as you know, I, I run another podcast. I have a business, uh, um, uh, you know, and, and I'm doing big things there. And I thought, wow, you know, this is going to take up some of my time and, and can I afford the time? But then the question became, well, if you take out the cost of it, what would it give you? And the answer was it would fulfill me. It would give provide meaning and and aligns directly with my personal purpose, which is to help improve people's lives. So then it was it was a an, a, a no-brainer. Beautiful. I love it. And I'll just say it again. I'm so glad you're part of the project. What do you enjoy most about doing this, what you do here? for, for... Um, I think most, well, all of it. I love meeting the different people. You know, what I really do love is 
having the conversations with people and giving them the space to share their story. And there's often a moment in the, in the storytelling where they've, they've, they've shared to a point. And as you know, we have layers to us and, and they'll share. They're already quite open, but then another layer comes off and, um, that layer comes back and then they share a little bit more and a little bit more and they feel safe to then sort of let down that guard. And at the moment that they're really grateful, they sort of express that it's like, I feel like I've been part of a, an activating or an incubating or part of their own healing journey, even though they've already healed, even though they've already gotten over that challenge or adversity, I feel quite honored that they've they've opened up with me and gone to a place that maybe they haven't before or they've had a new realization or they've had an aspect of the past that's been able to be set free that's that's where the gold happens for me i love that and i know in in some of the cases people have shared stuff and they said they've never actually shared that before so it's just creating that platform for where where people know they're being heard and uh yeah it's i just talk from the heart um what are you most excited about given where the project is heading um i'm excited about the launch but i'm also excited about once it gets going you know and and the response from the community and from people and um seeing seeing that first book and seeing that first project like with the myrtleford shire and um the alpine shire at myrtleford and and yeah, just seeing the impact on people's faces and how they respond to that. Yeah. Okay. A really hard question. Of all the conversations that you've done so far, can you pick one that stands out <laughs> and and tell me why? Oh, gosh. Okay. Now, just give me a sec. All right. So I'm going to answer it this way. The first episode because it actually that there's two so there's the first episode because a it was the first but b it was a love story it is a love story and i think we all we all are romantics at heart and um we love a good love story and the way that he describes it and shares like it literally is better than watching the notebook right it's (laughs) (laughs) and it really got me um and oh look of the all the others there was it's really hard for me to to you know choose a favorite or one that um it it is above all the rest because there was just so many amazing ones but let me let me tell you this I think the one that stood out for me, uh, um, another one that stood out for me was one that I related to on a personal level and uh, her name is Lena and part of her journey was very similar to a little bit of my journey and I was really moved by that and it was – I didn't share that with her because it was it was her space for her story. So, but I was able to understand and empathise with her. So it was actually one that kind of really um, I connected with, 
but also it was very moving um, and, it, and it, yeah, was cathartic in some ways as well. And I said to our author, Patty, afterwards, I said, I'd love to get your view on this one when you listen to it because, you know, she knows my background. I've known Patty for many years. I said, you know, and, and she came back with after she listened to it and there was one line. She said, you, it's almost like you were soul sisters. Wow. Love it. <laughs> Okay, that was a hard question, and so sorry to spring that on you, but I'm going to do one more. <laughs> Final question, not Kintsugi related. Now, I've, I've, I've got to know a little bit about you uh, through this process, but I want you to tell me one thing about yourself that I don't know. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only met me this year, so there's obviously going to be a lot of things, but this is something one of those questions that you get to have fun with. Um, I can play seven instruments. Wow. Mm. Not that I do it right now, but over the years I have learnt and played seven instruments. Well, you're seven ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Okay, I'll stop the <laughs> the questioning there. But, but, but thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart thank you for what you're doing for kintsugi heroes oh you're welcome it's a joy it really is it's a joy i i have no idea how where the journey is going to unfold like how it's going to unfold where it's going to go to but it's to me it's it's just a beautiful thing and i'm really honored and grateful to be part of it so thank you for um offering me the chance to do this with you it's really cool good brilliant thank you and and listeners uh Look for, I hope you look forward to the next episode, number two, which is our first guest, and that will be John Milham. And like I've said, better than the notebook, you might need a box of tissues. Uh, but, yeah, it's a good one. So thank you so much for being a support, and we look forward to hopefully connecting with you and hearing from you should you want to reach out to us. Thanks for listening and enjoy the Kintsugi Heroes podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kintsugi Heroes. Please like and share the show to your friends so we can get this out to even more people. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, please reach out using the contact details below. Join us next week for our next hero story. Until then, keep being you and remember that we are all heroes in our own unique way.